Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Vince Taglivia. I'm your host, Vince Taglivia, live with you every Monday through Friday, typically at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And I just realized I put the wrong time on the notification on Social Red Pill. But we're live now because of technical difficulties this morning, but typically we'll be live a half hour earlier. Welcome, everybody. This is a show where we talk about the news and events of the world in the morning with our coffees. Uh, before we get our day started to knock out everything we need to knock out, you know, go to work, take care of the kids, do our chores, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And before we reconvene in the evening time for the Daily Dose hosted by Joshua Reed at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Mondays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, and at 5 p.m. Pacific on Tuesdays. Tonight is Wednesday night, so it'll be at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, so make sure you tune into that that is the the best is the best i hope to see you there and uh, good morning to you all who are tuning in for a late show this morning we got slumdog in the house gifting a can already this morning thank you so much slumdog good to see you hope you're doing well and i hope to see you soon uh jesus uh is my savior uh god bless you vince and all of your listeners thank you so much much appreciated god bless you too much appreciated for tuning in good to see you again and Rapture Mamo, God bless you. Vince, thank you, Rapture. Good to see you. And Grits, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Left MD. We're going to get into it, y'all. Today's show is called Ignoring the Invasion. Because we're being invaded, and not just the U.S. All of these Western countries are being invaded by immigrants. And people are like, oh my gosh, Vince. Well, not you guys, but woke people. You are racist. You don't care about people who are looking for a better life and seeking out the American dream. And I tell you what, when you look at these images of all these immigrants, thousands, thousands of immigrants, it's mostly men my age. And it makes you wonder, hmm, this isn't people looking for better beginnings, maybe partly, but this is an invasion. This could be extremely dangerous to our country. And it's probably too late. And there's a little bit of doom and gloom for you. It's probably too late. But here we are. People are just do-do-do-do-do. Nothing going on here. Actually, people are starting to notice things are starting to fall apart. But for the most part, it's largely ignored. But uh, anyway, we're going to start off talking about a little bit of finance, and then we'll get into more of this invasion. <clears throat> Zero Hedge published an article saying consumer revolt survey reveals many plan to spend less as shopping season approaches. And I just heard that uh, Walmart's going in and slashing prices for thousands of items and they're getting ready for the holiday season already. We'll probably start seeing those outrageous displays for Halloween. Actually, Home Depot already has them all up. I saw those a couple weeks ago. And, you know, people are going to be getting ready for the holidays, Halloween, and then Christmas, and uh, we'll see how this winter is. But they're going to just try to scare the living Jesus bejesus out of everybody and make us sick. That's what I think. Yeah, so just a little bit of consumer stress. You know, nobody can afford it. Nobody can afford it. It's too expensive. One in three would consider starting a side hustle to offset the costs. 34% would look at dipping into their savings. 41% considering buy now, pay later services. While another two in five would cut down on essential expenses such as food and gas to afford their gift purchases. Come on, how are you going to buy less gas? Don't you need to get to work and do the things? How are people going to buy? That doesn't make sense to me, but okay. You know, you got to keep that tank topped. You got to keep that tank topped off. That's my motto. If the tank's not topped off, it's no good. You got to go to the gas station. Got Ford laying off 600 workers due to the UAW strike. Uh, 
Um, well, they're taking a permanent strike just hours after it was reported that Stalin. Uh, Stellantis could be shuttering 18 facilities as, as part of a new improved contract with UAW. Ford faces additional realities of the ongoing strike. It has laid off 600 workers at the Michigan Assembly Plant's Body Construction Department, ABC Detroit reported. The company said this week, quote, Our production system is highly interconnected, which means the UAW's targeted strike strategy will have a knock will have knock-on effects for facilities that are not directly targeted for a work stoppage. In this case, the strike at Michigan Assembly Plant's final assembly and plant departments has directly impacted the operations in other parts of the facility. I wonder what their stock is doing today, their stock price. Ford is down 3.55% today. Ouch. That's Oh, no, that's not Ford. Come on. Good damn. Sorry, guys. That's, that's different. Ford Motor Company is down 0.12% today. Not very much. It's at $12.55. And it's uh, actually, yeah. So that's not really reflecting in the stock price today. But these things take time. We reported a little bit on this hack that happened in Las Vegas, and I believe it's still currently happening. And I have some new information on this that uh, I don't know if it's real or it's, it's unvalidated, but it's rumored that somebody posted some text messages from people that work for MGM Vegas. Uh, I guess what has happened is MGM and another uh, entity, another casino, has been hacked. And... Um, I'll read that in a second here, but Unusual Whales on Twitter tweeted this out yesterday. MGM is losing up to $8.4 million per day as cyber attack, cyber attack paralyzes slot machines, hotels, for the eighth straight day per the New York Post. Caesars reportedly agreed to pay $15 million in ransom to the suspected hackers, enabling the company's system to go back online. Oh, wow. $15 million, I guess, would be a small price to pay if you're losing $8.4 million per day. But since when do we negotiate with terrorists? Is this a terrorist act? I think it's close enough. We could say it is, I think. Maybe not, but close enough in my book. Oh, But, you know, what a hairy situation. So I got this text, allegedly from somebody who works at MGM, and it says this somebody having a conversation with their friend it says it's not just our work schedule it's anything to do with being an employee with mgm no schedule no vacation pto hours all info pertaining to my 401k time card and tokens made i don't know that must be some internal program i don't know attendance points they hacked into our entire employment info my social my husband and kids socials all my bank info we have gotten zero answers about anything you can repost this but keep my name out of it they are more worried about slots and atms working than their employees that's an alleged tweet from an employee and it's not validated so take that with a grain of salt uh but yeah, isn't that something there? I'm going to go to the chats real quick. Good morning, Jenica. Jenica says, morning sun shines. Thank you, Jenica. Good to see you. <clears throat> um, Let's see. All right. All right. Let's get back to it. News, news, news. And by the way, it's coming upon the time typically where we sign off here in 20 minutes. I think I'm going to try to go longer because we started later. So, uh it looks like my schedule can fit that today, which is just amazing. And we'll do it. We'll do that. So let's move on. Let's stop talking about finance. Let's get into a little bit of other news here. We've got drama in Seattle. They voted. They did a vote to make drugs illegal or something along these lines. Jonathan Cho, journalist in Seattle, is covering it and more. He says, I'm covering the drug vote at Seattle City Hall right now. This is last night. But there's another massive story happening outside. City and union workers are flooding the streets and protesting, demanding better wages and conditions. They are blocking traffic at the corner of James Street and 4th Avenue. Avoid this area, Seattle protest. And here's a little video of that protest here. And it's, you know, there's a lot of people out there and... This bill will not actually increase Seattle for you folks. 
because the lead program they want more money they want better work conditions okay let's go to his uh profile i want to see what he says about this drug vote i know he was trying to question people and they were running away from him uh revised drug bill passes in seattle uh city council only cm tammy morales teresa Mosqueda, and shama savant voted against it but what happened afterward was absolutely insane the self-proclaimed proclaimed abolitionists, far-left activists, and Morales disciples started going after all the council members who voted to pass it. They even turned on progressive favorite CM Lisa Herbold. Sore losers. They also started expressing their frustration at me. I guess my reporting is making a difference. You're not going to see this footage on any other newscast this evening. And it's, uh, I'm going to retweet that. Fantastic. So are drugs illegal now? I hope drugs are illegal now because, I mean, let's face it, this is not a good thing to have drugs just rampant in our society. Um, they're not even good drugs, folks. They're they're deadly and, you know, it's not like the good old days, I tell you. Not that I know, but... Anyway, so that's interesting. I mean, I mean, these these cities are waking up, and this guy Jonathan Cho. I mean, he's in the thick of it, really doing great reporting in all around Seattle. <clears throat> so shout out to Jonathan. <clears throat> all righty then. I'm watching the chats. If any of you all have anything to say about any of this stuff, I'll try to I'll try to catch it. <clears throat> but let's move on. Elon Musk was criticized over the past couple of weeks for, uh, and accused of not allowing Ukraine to utilize the satellites, actually accused of turning them off. He said they were never on in the first place. They wanted Ukraine wanted them to be on in order to attack Russia's Navy, which they ended up doing anyway later. But um, Elon Musk's SpaceX sues the feds, claiming the DOJ case over refugees is unconstitutional. Elon Musk's SpaceX has sued the U.S. government, saying that the government's administrative case accusing the rocket and satellite company of refusing to hire refugees and asylees violates the Constitution. This is a totally different thing, and I get them mixed up, and I read this last night, and he talks about exactly what I talked about when they started telling him, uh, they started attacking Elon Musk for not hiring refugees and asylees. They have things where you have to be a U.S. citizen in order to work on these projects. Or else they get fined. And the fines, depending on what type of security this has, can be insane. Like, starting at a million dollars, you start getting fined. And then each finding or each violation is another uh, fee. So this isn't regarding um, Ukraine. This is regarding them going after him for not hiring illegal uh, people. And that's what they told him. He says, look, I mean, we hire who we can, where we can. And unfortunately due to regulations, we can't hire these people anyway. It's stupid. It's just ridiculous. Have you heard about America's largest illegal immigrants, immigrant settlement that's said to be a hub of cartel activity? I hadn't until I saw this post on X and holy smokes. This is, the invisible invasion. It's actually not that invisible. But it's being ignored. Spencer Lindquist posted this thread on Twitter, on X. Have you heard about America's largest illegal immigrant settlement? I visited Colony Ridge for Real Daily Wire to learn about a development that's home to 40,000 to 75,000 people and is in the midst of a rapid expansion. Here's what I found. Here's an aerial video of this community. And where exactly is this? I think this is outside of Austin. And I think we'll have more information on this here in a second. But uh, there's just a little bit of aerial footage there. It's got a seatbelt in the way. It's not fantastic footage. But onward here, he says, Colony Ridge sprawls across nearly 60 square miles about the size of Washington, D.C., and is 40 miles outside of Houston, Texas. Much of Colony Ridge is a third-world shantytown where foreign flags outnumber American ones. But how do we know that it's not... How do we know that it's a hotbed for illegal aliens? Well, let me show you. 
and here it is a lot of mobiles being put up everybody i mean there's nothing wrong with mobiles that's a trashy mobile though let's face it. excuse me let's face it i mean these mobiles just sitting on blocks there's a nice double wide there fancy you probably fit four migrant families in that one you know so they're putting up sheds a lot of construction it's a lot of mobiles nice truck outside that mobile and this is the community um let's just let this video play out and we'll move on more information about this in this wonderful thread a lot of construction vans and trucks hmm. very interesting um CR is what he calls this Colony Ridge area. So CR goes by Terrenus, Terrenus Houston on Instagram, um, where marketing materials are entirely in Spanish. Here's a post where they tell buyers to, quote, own land in the Estados Unidos and reach out on WhatsApp, an app tailored for international communications. And it gets worse. For a company allegedly selling American real estate to Americans, they seem to have a lot of foreign nationals in Latin America working for them. Checking out their LinkedIn profile, why would a Colombian why would Colombians sell American land to Americans? Here's where it gets serious. Uh, Toronto's Houston. Where they live, Colombia, Bogota, Bogota, DC, United States, Capital District, Colombia, Texas, Greater Houston, Venezuela. Texas, Texas, Columbia, Argentina, where they studied. Uh, Lone Star College, Universidad, Rafael Baloso, uh, Universidad. That just means some Spanish university. Um, yeah, all foreign universities uh -oh, is where these people are from, uh, studied. Developer William Trey Harris III admits in this Center Square article that buyers can purchase land with ITINs. Pro-illegal alien groups like the Soros-funded National Immigration Law Center boasts that ITINs are a powerful tool for illegal immigrants who want a mortgage. Just a nice little loophole for these people. You don't need to use your social security number. Well, because you don't have one, just get an ITIN. Wow. The area is also said to be a strategic hub for the Gulf and Sinaloa cartels, 400 miles north of the border, with law enforcement telling Benzman Todd that both were early investors. CR could eventually accommodate 200,000 people, with cartel elements undoubtedly blending in. But what about Trey Harris, the developer behind Colony Ridge? Harris is a big political donor, giving $1.4 million to Governor Abbott's, Abbott's campaign, while his wife gave another 100000 Meet State Representative Ernest Bayless, who represents the district where Colony Ridge is located. He took $1,800 from Harris, and his case is interesting. The biggest donor is Randy Ellis. He owns the Earthwork and Clearing Company employed by Colony Ridge. The corruption just runs through this entire thing, from the people clearing these lots to the people letting all the legalities go through and, and get all these people together and, and network and advertise. Oh, my. Gosh, and all the way up into the politics, of course. For, okay, by the way, Harris took eighteen hundred dollars. I, I can't believe these these numbers that people just give up all integrity for eighteen hundred dollars. You could put eighteen hundred dollars in the table in front of me and then say, "Eat this meal from McDonald's and you can have it," and I'd say, "Fuck off, keep your eighteen hundred and leave me alone." People will do anything for just a little bit of cash, and it's sad. And that's why our country is being part of the reason why our country is falling apart in the way it is. All right, let me go to the chats real quick and see what y'all have to say about this, if anything. <clears throat> it's like totally dead. Am I live or is it just because I did a late show? <clears throat> Maybe a little bit of column A. Uh, I think I'm live. Anyway, y'all, this is this is a fascinating story. So I have to keep going through this, and I hope you Dollars. guys are as intrigued as I am. Onward, I cross-referenced obituaries to find that Bayless and Ellis appear to be cousins, but Bayless appears to be more deeply connected to Colony Ridge. He got nine thousand dollars from the pack of Entergy, uh, the energy company that services Colony Ridge, and if that 
wasn't interesting enough. Bayless got another 6500 from the pack for Coat and Rose. The law firm that Trey Harris has paid over $100,000 to for lobbying services, Bayless has yet to respond for request for comment, but Harris has donated to other politicians as well. Harris gave $5,000 to State Representative Briscoe Kane and three maximum donations to Congressman Morgan Luttrell. Luttrell told the Daily Wire that he just recently learned about CR and is concerned about cartel presence, gang activity, and trafficking. As for the donations, comms personnel for Luttrell said he is, quote, not beholden to anybody, but his campaign has yet to has not yet responded to my inquiry, where I asked if they would return the donations from Harris or reject donations in the future. What risk does Colony Ridge pose and what can be done? Spencer Lindquist continues, quote, it's got an enormous footprint. In the three years since I saw it, it looks like it's pretty much doubled in size, Representative Brian Babin, who recently flew over CR, told the Daily Wire. Quote, there's a word, there's word that the cartels are playing a role in this area. The CIS organizations and Benzman Todd told the Daily Water Wire that, quote, when people buy here, they're buying peace of mind from law enforcement. The Mexican cartels are very active in that they run safe houses, they run drugs, they do marijuana grows, they commit crimes. He explained that Colony Ridge is, quote, in the midst, it's in the midst of maybe the greatest boom ever. Benzman believes this is a homeland security issue and has called on Congress to investigate the growing development. Michael Yawn told us that Colony Ridge isn't just a development, but that instead we're witnessing the creation of a city that may eventually hold 200,000 people, an untold number of whom will be in our country illegally. Chris W. Rousseau of Strong Borders, Texas, called for a full-scale investigation into the development, warning that this business model could potentially be adopted elsewhere in Texas and across America. Quote, when you see the expansion, it suggests this is a very profitable enterprise. Absolutely. Undoubtedly. You're talking millions, maybe billions, but definitely millions. I spoke with J. Michael Waller, who explained, quote, this is going to be cartel land near Houston and at risk of being a no-go zone. He warned that similar developments could be planted in pockets around the country. You can read the full investigation into Colony Ridge here, thedailywire.com, which I will repost. And I'm going to copy this link because this needs to be shared far and wide. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go over to our private social network, socialredpill.com, and share it with everybody there just in case they're missing the show right now. And please, if you haven't already, subscribe to this channel wherever you're watching and join the socialredpill.com. Socialredpill.com, you can create a free account. Or uh, you can subscribe monthly to support decentralized news and media, everything we do here at the Redfield Project, socialredpill.com. I hope to see you there. All right. All right. Unbelievable. I didn't know that this was happening on this scale, I tell you. Let me refresh this because it doesn't seem to be updating. Okay. One moment. Oh, yeah. So I was totally missing all your comments. Oh, no, I wasn't. I, it's just dead. It's just dead for the from the late show. Hey, Poonslayer, good to see you. All right. <clears throat> well, what else do we have here? Um, Cape Cod residents are outraged at Democratic Governor's migrant housing plan. So this isn't something unique to Texas, and I'm surprised this is happening in Texas. Are Texans going to wake the hell up and see this is happening? I mean, Texas is a wonderful place, but it's a very challenging situation being right there on the border with Mexico and having the corrupt politics going on. I hope they can clean this up. My goodness. This isn't just Texas, though. Cape Cod here. Earlier this month, Massachusetts Governor Mara Healy declared a state of emergency in response to the surging number of migrants in state-managed shelters. Then, last week, the governor mobilized the National Guard to assist with the migrant crisis. Now, residents are outraged with the governor's decision to house the migrants as Biden's southern border crisis spreads nationwide. Local newspaper The Bourne Enterprise reports anger 
spread across the Cape Cod Peninsula as residents turned out in force to express opposition to the state's opting to provide temporary housing for migrants' families who have been relocated to Massachusetts. Temporary housing is just a trick for permanent housing um, or long-term housing. Protesters outside the building that evening held signs reading America First. Inside, residents at the lectern cited potential Board of Health regulations as well as concerns with whether the public school system can accommodate children from the immigrant families, the paper said. And you had MTG commenting on it. You had Colin Rugg getting in on it. You had others getting in on it. But of course, I mean, what are we seeing? We just see open borders and people flooding in by the thousands. This weekend, we had so many people come across the border. It was uncanny. It's not just the United States that's being invaded, though. Clashes in Rome between unemployed Italians and the police is going on. We've got immigration there, too, by the way. But uh, we've got social destabilization. Clashes in Rome between unemployed Italians and police. Uh, Giorgia Maloney has removed the poverty allowance of 500 a month. At the same time, she has allowed in 190,000 African immigrants, which has cost us 1,050 each a month. She moved subsidies from Italians to Africans. <laughs> And it just makes me sick that the polizia are there shoving these citizens who have every right to protest. Oh, gosh. Just sad. Very sad. Multiple arrests break out after residents block a bus full of migrants that were about to be housed at the nursing home. So, we've got the polizia in Italia bashing people with their shields that are protesting money being taken from them, our government cheese, and given to immigrants from Africa. Well, this is Midland Beach, Staten Island. Multiple arrests break out after residents block a bus full of migrants that were about to be housed at the nursing home by Leroy Press. Let's see what this video is, and this is just... Um, we say back the blue and we appreciate the service. They really arrested people for stopping in. Which, I mean, just. That's enough. I think you guys get the picture here. That's just, I mean, I get it. Oh, you know, whatever. My gosh. <sighs> Left MD says illegals here get 2200 per month per person. Disgusting. That is a lot of money. Uh, Nate, I tuned in. I, I went live 30 minutes ago. So we're going to go on a little bit longer here. Now they're going to kick out grandma and grandpa to house the illegals. Yeah, right. So if they put illegals in nursing homes, what does that do to our our, our older population who needs nursing homes? Um, not, you know, although a lot of people just would never want to be in a nursing home, but some people rely on nursing homes. And remember during COVID where all the nursing homes were full until they, well, Cuomo allegedly maybe might have accidentally killed everybody. Allegedly. Not my words, just something I saw on the internet that's probably fake. No, seriously. So these things get full just from Americans. They want to put illegals in there. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. We got to clean this up immediately because we're in a world war right now. And this is just going to enable further social destabilization. And it's a threat to many things. It's a threat to the public. It's a threat to the people on their private property. And it's a threat to business. It's a threat to everything. I mean, it's potential for terrorist activity. It's a potential for human trafficking, drug trafficking, deaths due to fentanyl and the drug trafficking trade. 
missing children, crimes, gang violence, um, all this stuff. It's bad. These people could be recruited as terrorists by various organizations and infiltrate from within, potentially, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so onward. Um, all right. Let's talk about the former New Zealand Prime Minister Ardern. This is just creepy. They hate free speech. What we're doing now, having this conversation, they just hate it. So uh, we have Jacinda Ardern. Uh, she may no longer be the Prime Minister of New Zealand, but she was back at the UN continuing her call for international censorship. Okay. Wow. Ardern is now one of the leading anti-free speech figures in the world and continues to draw support from political and academic establishments. In her latest attack on free speech, Ardern declared free speech as a virtual weapon of war. And she's right. This is an information war. And if we don't have the right to speak, they will win. Whoever has control over information will have complete control over everything, which is why free speech is number one in the U.S. Constitution. Ardern, get out of here. She is demanding that the world join her in battling free speech as part of its own war against misinformation and disinformation. Her views, of course, were not only enthusiastically embraced by authoritarian countries, but the government and academic elite. Very poor audio. I'm going to move on. And it goes on about her on zerohedge.com. Just despicable. Here we are, folks. We've got Canadians protesting this morning. Canadians gather outside of Justin Trudeau's office to protest child grooming and TQ plus radicalization programming in schools. I think this has to do with alphabet soup people and whatnot and they're trying to protect the children but you know trudeau they don't listen in canada this was posted by the counter signal leave the kids alone save the children all this stuff going on there in canada good governments don't own children Thousands of Canadians rally in the One Million March for Children, calling for the elimination of the sexual orientation and gender, gender identity curriculum, pronouns, gender ideology, and mixed bathrooms in schools. It's a peaceful protest. Of course, it usually is. <clears throat> Trans Tifa is counter-protesting at this protest because they believe they have control over people's children. It's creepy, man. There they are. They have their umbrellas. They have their microphones. They have their police marching with them. Uh, bicycle police around. They've got their rainbow Canadian flags. This is insane, folks. This is People are arguing about brainwashing children into having sex introduced into their developing psyches. How is this a debate? I don't know. But amidst this war, this is going on. People are so far gone. It is just absurd. I am baffled. Absolutely baffled. I used to like Louis C.K. as a comedian. I thought he was funny and edgy. But it turns out he's just an utter idiot. Uh, check out this clip from the Joe Rogan podcast. This is the ideology of some of these Hollywood or New York people. 
uh, actors and comedians and uh, this is just terrifying you guys this is the mindset of Louis CK totally serious he is not doing a bit here I don't think in my opinion but, but my feeling is they should open it the border and just let them pour it let everybody pour in and and then the answer which is well then there will be all these problems yes there should be it shouldn't be so great here is what I'm saying in America it shouldn't be it's a weird thing to sequester a certain group of people and try to keep upping their lifespan and their lifestyle and just keep trying to increase that for this group of people and then everyone's and then this pressure of people trying to come in so they can enjoy it uh, and then it gets worse and worse down here I mean I'm not Canada it's really just from down here uh, there's something wrong with that that's not a system that's working and it forces people to do cruel things to other people. There's a lot of people that die so Americans can be safe. Mm. They're just dying, you know, weddings that are drone bombed in Yemen because the guy said something that might have resulted in American insecurity. Not even like definite American deaths, but like just so we can breathe a little easier. Folks die. And folks do labor in unsafe places so that we can keep the prices where we like them. There's so much about American life that other people pay for. That's part of it. But also, it's not good for us either. It's not a good way to live in a gated community. You know, if, if you let folks pour in like any other wave, it'll kind of slosh. And then you all just things will be different. I, I don't know, like, there. what'll really happen? A bunch of people, like, will they just come with knives and start <laughs> killing everybody? I don't think so. There you go, Louis C.K. We should open the borders because life shouldn't be good. What? The what? What an idiot. How many migrants are going to stay at Louis C.K.'s house? It's not good to live in gated communities. Fuck you. Excuse my language. I could put a gate around my house if I want, and I'll electrify it too. Gate around a community? How about uh, walls around a community? Walls around the country. Unbelievable. Um, let's see. CNN posted its lowest weekend ratings and key demographics in its recorded history. So I guess we are winning this information war. Nobody's wanting to watch CNN. I know uh, once in a while someone will be like, I watch CNN. And if I'm comfortable enough, I don't like, you know, I don't like being too harsh to like nice old ladies or things like that. But um, older men or men i mean i live, I live in a retirement community so there's a lot of older people so that's why i say older men there's one guy in particular where he's like oh he wants to talk politics and trump and he pretends to be like he's a total racist he's but he's also on the left and he pretends he doesn't like trump but he doesn't like immigrants but he says he likes mexicans doesn't have a problem with them probably because i'm half mexican i don't know he's weird he's racist he's a lefty he watches cnn and i tell him Every time he mentions, I, he'll say something about politics. I'll say, where'd you hear that, dude? That's not true. That's that's fake information. Where'd you hear that? Oh, oh, I saw it on CNN. And I said, you watch that fake news, CNN? I can't believe that. You know they spread fake information, propaganda, disinformation over and over and over again. It's been proven. Everybody knows that. Nobody watches them. You know, you really have to belittle them because it is true. Why are you watching CNN? It's garbage and people are watching it less probably because of things like that and that's what they did to a lot of people to brainwash them and get on the left let's face it this is psychological warfare oh i can't be part of the club if i watch cnn well i'm not going to watch cnn then and that's what they did to others they said oh you know if you do that we're going to ostracize you you're, you're not going to be a part of this group we're not going to be your friend if you don't have pronouns what are you some kind of racist are you some kind of homophobe Right, that's how, that's the game they play. It's uh, ridiculous. The difference is, they want people to be immoral and they want people to believe lies, right? Anyway, I don't know a single person that watches mainstream media anymore. Good, they're few and far between here. 
He is an idiot. That's exactly what I was thinking, Vince. Yeah, he has no idea what he's talking about. He's just a brainwashed lefty idiot, in my opinion. Louis C.K. Um, rest in peace, my friend. I mean, it's like it's like I say. I mean, I don't know why I said that. It's because it's like his career is dead to me. I don't care about his comedy. I don't care what he has to say. He's just a crazy person to me. He's a crazy lefty. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't care. And that's the unfortunate truth for a lot of comedians. They're just so woke. It's just gross. Um, but there's some good ones out there who are doing all right uh, for the most part. But it's such a dynamic, complicated situation. You're never going to agree on every issue with every person. And that goes for comedians too. But anyway. Um, here's a protester or multiple protesters holding a no great reset sign outside of the UN General Assembly in New York City as leaders from across the world gather yesterday. I made a joke that this sign cost these poor New York residents their entire credit, carbon credit allowance for that day. Not funny, but kind of funny. That's what they want. Carbon credit allowances. Yeah, no great reset. There you go. We will not comply, her shirt says. It's a good shirt. Um, here we had an interesting little article about encryption, which I found interesting. Wall Street Silver says, uh, why does the UK government want encryption stopped? What is the real reason? And we have X FX Hedge on Twitter say that UK urges Meta not to roll out end-to-end -end encryption on Messenger and Instagram, according to Reuters. Britain urged Meta not to roll out encryption on Instagram and Facebook Messenger without safety measures to protect children. Why do you think the government really wants encryption stopped? Yeah, well, it's because they want to spy on you. That's why. Come on. Uh, Dr. Robert Malone came out and said that the FDA has gone rogue in its approval of new COVID-19 boosters. He accused the federal agency of sacrificing its own rules and regulation with its decision to recommend the latest batch of COVID-19 boosters, which only have limited clinical trial data attesting to their efficacy and safety. And we've seen this over and over and over again with rolling out these vaccines for people as young as six months old now. Uh, yeah, they totally are just disregarding any type of logic and putting out these vaccines that are apparently giving people vaccine-induced AIDS. That's right, AIDS. Immunocompromisation to the, to the, uh, to the um, extent where you essentially have no immune system and you could die if somebody, you know, coughs near you. Yeah, acting-induced AIDS. That's just what some doctors are saying. I don't know. I don't know nothing. I'm just a, an average Joe making my way in the world. I don't know nothing. Good morning, Summer. Good to see you. Um, this was a weird one coming from Japan that I found interesting. Okinawa governor tells the UN that the US that a US military base threatens peace. The governor of Okinawa Prefecture sought international backing at a UN session Monday for his opposition to a plan to relocate a US military base within the prefecture. But governor Den but governor Denny Tamaki's stance was immediately questioned by a Japanese government official at the venue in Geneva. A split highlighting the contention over the project was based on an agreement first reached by Tokyo and Washington in the 1990s. Quote, I am here today to ask the world to witness the situation in Okinawa. Tamaki told a session of the world's Body Human Rights Council, arguing that the concentration of the military bases there threatens peace. Tamaki, the first Okinawa governor in eight years to address the council, said, quote, the, rec the reclamation work proce proceeds despite the fact that the reclamation work proceeds despite the fact it was cl clearly opposed by Okinawan voters in the democratically held referendum. 
So basically, they're like, we never wanted this, and you guys did it anyway, and it's unsafe. We think that it's it's a threat. Very interesting. Um, a local man came out on News 13, a local news station in Williamsburg, to, dis- to describe the F-35 crash that happened the other day after it went missing for about 24 hours. And, you know, this isn't a psyop, people. This is just, you know, this is real. Everything, you know, uh, this is everything that the news says is absolutely real. And, um, yeah, let's hear what this person has to say because it's entirely convincing. And maybe, you know, uh, I don't know. In the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? <laughs> and I heard a boom in my whole house. Yo. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me. I said, well, my sports is a meteorite coming out of space or something. And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. Look, the thing was flying this the F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight. Screeching. Saw that between a screech and a whistle. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did hear it, but it's just, I don't believe this narrative. Holy smokes. Yeah, it makes me sick too. Good God, much of this. Um, well, yeah, more activists in the streets, and they're crying. They're crying because they're being removed. You know what? They should not just be removed. They should be arrested. How come if we stop a bus of migrants getting moved to a nursing home, we all get arrested? Or those people get arrested. But if you block the roads because of climate change, well, that's okay. Just, you know, kids will be kids. It's for a good cause. These are crybabies. They've never been taught how to be emotionally stable in their childhoods. Or they've been brainwashed by their creepy colleges and school systems. Oh, did she glue her leg? Oh, because they're picking her up. This is mental illness. Mental illness. Complete and utter mental illness. Wall Street Silver says they think they're being brave. All right, we're going to end with this image of Greta. Actually, I'll save this for Saturday. Why don't we do that? We'll save this for, I mean, Friday, rather. Uh, Friday Funnies uh, this weekend. On Friday, on uh, on the show, Coffee at 8.30 a.m., we do Friday Funnies because this stuff is sickening. Uh, (laughs) It's like you said. And um, we like to lighten up a little bit and laugh. Summer says there are too many Tide Pods. <laughs> they are too many Tide Pods. I don't get it. I don't, uh, are you talking about like the Tide Pod eating people? Um. Anyway, Friday we do Friday Funny, so tune into that. And um, if you're not part of the Social Red Pill, our private social network, please go to socialredpill.com, create a free account, or subscribe to uh, support us monthly as well. But a free account gets you a lot there and we'd love to see you there uh we'll be live tonight at 5 30 p.m pacific time with the daily dose because it's wednesday josh is going to continue going over the unfolding global conspiracy looking at the big picture in the universe and uh doing his best to put the pieces together hope to see you all there tonight um 
what do we got? Oh, this afternoon, Josh, stay posted on Twitter and on the social red pill because the interview with uh, that Josh did yesterday is going to be coming out. Who was that with that? That was David Icke. I'm not mistaken. Am I, am I right there? Somebody knows. Where are my producers? Uh, let's see. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so today, make sure you tune in on Badlands Media for an epic interview with David Icke and Josh and David Whitehead himself, TW Truth Warrior. All right, so that'll be a good one. I got to make time for that. Somehow, some way, I don't know how, but we do. We manage to watch our shows, don't we? That'll be a good one. Uh, so make sure you tune into that this afternoon. I'm not sure the exact time that's going to be airing, but stay posted. I'll retweet it. Josh will tweet it. It'll be on the social red pill. And if you miss it, you can always tune in later. That's all right. They talk about some of the greater curiosities in this world, a little bit more of a fringe conversation, which many of us appreciate and love those types of rabbit holes and discussions. So I can't wait for that. What else? Uh, tonight, we'll do a little bit of a chat. How about that? On socialredpill.com for subscribers only. Uh, $5.99 contributors or higher or uh, anyone who supports the Social Red Pill or the Red Pill Project is allowed to go in there. Just send us a message if you've uh, you know, if you've subscribed on Pilled or on DLive or you donate on Rumble, you're welcome to join these conversations with us on the social red pill. Just create a free account and reach out to Josh. Let us know the situation or myself or Summer or somebody, a mod, and we could uh, get that process going of uh, getting you in there and uh, having a little chat with the family, the red pill family. Uh, and then I, you know, I'm just wait. I'm just waiting for the weekend. We'll get there soon. It's hump day. Let's get through it. I know y'all have a lot of work, a lot of chores, a lot of family things to do. So let's get back to it with that. Everybody that's it. And that's that take care. God bless and God speed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.